It's Jen the Builder. And Corey. And today, this is a true story. I messed up last episode, and I said it was the 150th episode. This is actually the 1501. 150. And I'm okay with that because sometimes you like to repeat what you've done. So it's kind of like we're having a do-over. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to talk about the International Day that we just celebrated yesterday. But I know that, Corey, you had something in your heart that you wanted to share before we get started. Yeah, I've been thinking about this for a few days, actually about a week or so. And I know for a fact that we have had some people in our lives that were struck with COVID. Mm -hmm. And not as of of recently. And I'm going to explain where I'm going with this. But a lot of people have dealt with this. And so... The results of it is what I'm really wanting to talk about because um, some friends of mine are dealing with some deaths right now that happened, you know, maybe a month ago. And the the effects of their deaths are really affecting some of my friends. Mm. And then I'm thinking about some other people in our lives and even with us, you know, our, our family members that had contracted covid and they're just still suffering. They're still going through some really tough times. They're dealing with long COVID, body aches and muscle aches and migraine headaches and all these different things that, you know, were attached to this uh, pandemic breakout. And so I just wanted the people to know that we're in this for the long haul and we're not going to forget what happened to anybody. You know, I'm dealing with some issues, too, uh, from the you know, me being struck with uh, COVID. But it's important to know that there's people out here still thinking about that, still acknowledging that, and not just moving on like nothing's wrong and people aren't still suffering because they don't have COVID anymore, but the effects of it are still lingering. So I wanted to bring that to the forefront and say something about that. Jen, how are you feeling about that? I'm right there with you. You know, my heart goes out to them and Absolutely. Seeing people who are in pain or, you know, can't breathe like they used to struggling with that. It is heartbreaking. And of course, we keep them in our prayers and um, send them all our love. Yeah, absolutely. Every Okay, so the international day that we're talking about was actually on March 20th, which was Sunday, and it was International Happiness Day. I didn't know it was a thing, but, you know, when you're scrolling through different things, it you then become aware of the thing. And I celebrated it with joy and happiness. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Yeah, it was a really, really good weekend. Uh, One of the things that I wanted to share with our listeners and with us here is I I just had a class and uh, my professor said, hey, here's a challenge. A lot of people use the same words over and over again for certain feelings. And so instead of saying I'm happy, try to describe what that is either with another word or, you know, define how you're actually feeling. So you are a master at words. Oh, I don't know I about mean, that. Yeah. I mean, no, seriously. Like you use a word. I'm like, that's not normal, you know, everyday language. And I think it's cool that you, that you do do, 
do those words. So some of the words that I think of in place of happiness, my favorite three-letter word is joy. Mm. So just being joyful in that. Um, some other cool words I like saying is jubilant, right? <laughs> Jovial, because joy. So the J's come to my mind. And that's how my mind works. Like if right. I'm thinking of a J word. You're associating. Exactly. And then some fun words, you know, uh, stoked, mm-hmm. thrilled. Um, so those are some of the words that I would describe. Actually, my whole weekend, that's how I felt. Because of, you know, all the things that were going on. And I had a nice three-day weekend. Yes. So that was quite satisfying. I had a four-day weekend. And I needed to do that because I had some pretty big things taking place. And we won't get into all that. But I Mm -hmm. like to share a few words that I like to use. and, And sometimes I just reach for some really tough ones because I love words so much. And, mm-hmm. that, and that doesn't make me a master at words, but it just makes me very aware of the word that I'm going to use. So if I'm replacing happiness, I may use um, elated. I may le- mm-hmm. use uh, phantasmagorical. Um, mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. one of my mm-hmm. favorite words to use. That's especially- a fun one to say. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, stuff like that. Just, you know, reach real deep and try to find something that hits home a little bit in another place. Yeah. A few episodes ago, you said that you love the euphoria yes. of something. That was a really good word. Here's a word, Corey, that um, I didn't know was a word um, that explains happiness. Para, paradisiacal? Paradisiac? Oh. Mm. Yeah. Might have to find a way to throw that in the vocab. That's a fun one, right? So, yeah, I want to hold on to that word. Cause... Oh, oh, and I got I remember one more, Jim. Uh. So you used a slang word, uh, stoked, right? Yeah. Uh, there's another slang word that I'm very accustomed to using, geeked. Oh, when you geek out on something? Yeah. Uh, it's a good one. Yeah. See how those words add, like... A little bit more... of flavor, a yeah. little bit of more seasoning, spice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like that. Oh, that makes me happier. Oh, I'm so geeking out right now. Yeah, man. You got to do this so in (laughs) front of it. (laughs) Okay. So anyways, um, some of the things that we typically do is you and I will speak about the topic and kind of share our thoughts on it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, let's get an expert and see what advice they give and, and, you know, just share our thoughts on it. So, of course, I Googled this. And Ways to Find Happiness. Okay. And this is on Psychology Today by a Dr. Barton Goldsmith, who's also a licensed clinical social worker. So good background. Right. Right. Strong background. Yes. Oh, there. Okay. Yes. See, good. Mm -hmm. I use the word good. And I should have replaced that with an impressive background with, um, what's that word? Never mind. We'll do that one later. Later. Okay. (laughs) So he says, be with others who make you smile. Studies show that we're happiest when we're around people who are also happy. So stick with those who are joyful and let it rub off on you. That's a good idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. Versus people who are always upset. Complaining, sucking you drive your energy. And I mean, unfortunately, there are those people out there who are in a rut. And that's mm-hmm. why I say it's unfortunate. And so they don't know how to not be in a rut at that point in time. So they tend to 
pull and drain and get the best of you when you need the best of you to be supporting yourself. Yeah. Oh, but I've been on the other side where I'm the one who's grumpy mm-hmm. or not smiling and just like, it doesn't matter what happens. I'm already in a I think bad we've kind all of way. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, I am not your happy source today. <laughs> Stay away. You will not get energy from me. <laughs> right. So uh, the next thing he recommends is to hold on to your values. So whatever you find true, whatever's fair, what you believe in, those are your values. The more you honor them, the better you feel about yourself. Hmm. Now, I'm struggling with that one. Okay. And... I'll be very honest. I like being transparent. It's what it does for me is it gives me a very uncomfortable feeling to tell people exactly how I feel, but I feel better about doing that, which I think is what he's saying. Uh However, in doing so, you're always exposed. And sometimes you don't want to be judged for feeling the way you honestly feel. And that's difficult, especially Uh for me. Because I, I don't want to be not liked, but at the same time, I know there's a possibility that people may not like how I'm honestly feeling at that moment. Right. I hear you. And then so it makes me wonder, you know, people who can keep you in a happy state or in a state where you want to smile should be people that are accepting of your feelings, you know, not passing judgment. And it just is your feelings and not to take it personally. Right. right. And feelings change yeah. constantly. So it's not something always that's going to be um, a consistent feeling. It, it may just be a passing feeling. Maybe right. I'm having a bad day and this is what I'm feeling right now. Sure. But I, I don't want to be judged to the point to where people are saying. That's branding you yeah, forever and ever. That's who he is. Right. Yeah, it sucks when people do that. It really does. But that's the culture we're in today. So you got to be careful. Yeah, especially putting on social media for Pete's sake. (laughs) Okay, next one is accepting the good. So looking at your life, taking stock on what's working, and don't push something away just because it isn't perfect. Oh, that hits home. Right? (laughs) Yeah. I I agree 100%. No need to even... Elaborate on that. Yeah. Don't push away. Pull it in. Pull it in. All right. Next one's imagine the best. So don't be afraid to look at what you really want and see yourself getting it. Many people avoid this process because they don't want to be disappointed. Guilty. You know, like you don't want to get your hopes up, right? Oh, no. I'm always getting my Are hopes you? up. Yeah. Oh, I used to be that. I'm not going to put it out there because just in case. But it, then he goes on to say that the truth is, is that imagining getting what you want is a big part of achieving it. Yeah. And, and I guess in a way for me, I just, I'm not concerned about whether I get it or not or do it or not or accomplish it or not. I just want to have an, a good imagination and enjoy that. You know what I mean? That That's a, a fun part of life to be able to dream and imagine. And yeah, if it don't come true, it don't come true. Mm-hmm. But if it does, hey, even more celebration. I think we might have shared this story already, but in case we didn't, in case you haven't heard that episode, uh, Corey, we were pretty dry down and out. 
And one of the things we loved to do, because it was free and it was fun, and we got to use our imagination, was we visited model homes. Yeah. And these were homes that were at least, you know, 2,500 square feet. And we're just like, oh, if this was our house, we would decorate it this way. This room would be for this. And it was so much fun. And even then, I was like, I didn't even ask, why are we doing this? It was just nice to be in that space. Yeah. You know? I'm a big window shopper anyway, and I and I love to get my thoughts together on something that I may purchase or would like to purchase at some right. point in time. And years later, we got a house that was a lot more square footage. And I think lo- by looking at the house, we went to way too many model homes and imagined. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's let's say this first and foremost: we were five people in like a 900 square foot spot. And so anything above 900 square feet was going to be much bigger. So, you know, we didn't have to get to a a mansion in order to feel better about the situation. It just was anything bigger than that 900 square feet. Right, right. And we've got quite a few things going on right now where I'm just like, I'm going to imagine the best and just dream about all the things. Uh, Okay. Then he says, do things you love. Of course we agree. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt that's going to bring you happiness and make you feel elated. Mm-hmm. Or what was the word you used? Fun, fantastic oracle? Yes. There you go. Okay, so finding purpose. So his main point here is being a part of something that's greater than you are just because it's fulfilling, not for any self-serving reasons, but be a part of contributing to something bigger than you. Yeah, another tough one for me. Um, mm. In order for me to, kn- I, I have to know what it is that I'm doing. And I can't, it w- my mind won't let me rest until I have the complete information on what I'm doing. And then that's when it feels different for me to be able to participate. That makes sense? Yeah, I think, and I, you should know what you're participating in, right? Like- yeah. And and I'm I'm not gonna put anybody on blast or any company on blast, not the company we work for, but um there was a foundation that we were giving to, and we were giving quite a nice sum of money to this foundation every month. And I found out that this foundation was not sending the money where they said they were supposed to be sending it. And it really, really messed me up because I thought to myself, you're sending me pictures of my uh, growth and my the the development of what we were giving to. And it looked like it was something really good and beneficial for for some unfortunate people. Mm -hmm. And come to find out it wasn't going to that. That really messed me up. And so I I really need to know where is this going and how is it really affecting? And I want to see the the end game, you know? So, yeah. I get that. So a lot of what I do, not just because of things like that, but because I like to elevate and challenge us to take it up a notch. So if it's contributing to something bigger than myself, um, I actually try to come up with the ideas myself. So like um, our daughter works for an assisted living facility and it was fun to gather jewelry. And a lot of my jewelry 
the costume jewelry because I have so much, I don't use them all. So I was able to give a lot to um, the senior people and they just had a great time with dressing up and using it. Now that sounds like a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And we did stuff too, when we were working with youth, bringing them to skilled nursing facilities, having lunch, with um the residents there and singing to them singing that was to amazing. them and singing with them yeah yeah that was a blast i never wanted to leave it always broke my heart to leave well they didn't want us to leave either right so yeah i think we're we should do something like that again actually as Definitely. we're talking about it so it leads into this the he says to listen to your heart you're the only one who knows what fills you up um and you might be filled up with something that your friends and family don't understand. And he says, uh, you know, just be smart, keep your day job for the time being, but make sure you fill up on the things that fill your heart. Yeah. You can't live and survive on those uh, dreams and imaginations, but uh, they're nice to have. They're nice mm-hmm. to keep close to you. However, the day job paying the bills, holding on that sucker as long as you can. Heck yeah. Or as long as you need to. Heck yeah. And I think that's why people think, you know, we may work too hard, but the things that you, Corey, love to do outside of your day job, it fills you. And so it's important to have that. And so. Yeah, there's an accomplishment there that you just can't replace. Right, right. Um, Next one is push yourself, not others. It's easy to feel that someone else is responsible for your fulfillment. But the reality is, is that happiness is really in your charge. Yeah. Yeah. That's a tough one because it's very easy to say, I'm not happy right now because Corey said this to me. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, basically, we create our own happiness. We're responsible for that. I find myself quite often saying things that, and I have a way of saying things that I know jolt you in a way that you don't always like. But I have to say those things in that way sometimes to jolt myself to realize this is what I'm up against and this is what I'm trying to do. And it just has to exclude certain people. If I don't exclude certain people, then I'll find myself blaming them and accusing them. But if I just simply remove them, then it's about me and it's about what I need to be doing. And jolt is a really good word. Yeah. Because it's like a defibrillator on my heart, I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's what it does to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and speaking of jolting, it's be open to change. So even if it doesn't feel good, change, of course, is a certain thing. And so I like the way he says this. Uh, make contingency plans and emotionally shore yourself up for the experience. I do agree. Not 100%, but I am in with the the change part because we need to we we need to be able to handle change. However, mm. in this day and age, I think some people are just allowing change to happen for no apparent reason whatsoever. There has to be a good reason for change. If there's you know, really good growth happening and people are being positive and and things are going very well to change it before there's any reason to, I, I'm, I don't understand that. And I'm seeing a lot of that in today's society. So 
let's not just be so eager to change. <laughs> I'm just smiling because yes. I, yeah, I hear what you're saying. And I'm pausing because there are people that I've talked to where I've encouraged them to be the creator of change instead of just waiting around for it. Oh, um, absolutely. I agree with that too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you got to know when to do that. Right, right. Absolutely. Timing's everything. Right. Like, I would never wake up to today and say, you know what? I'm going to start a new job. I'm quitting today. Well, what was wrong? What happened? Why would right. you want to change that? Right. Yeah, the changes I'm talking about are just the small things that make a difference. You know, yeah. when you tweak it. And mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So his last point is bask in the simple pre- pleasures. So bask, bask in it. Mm, mm. That's like marination, right? Those who love you, treasured memories, silly jokes, warm days, starry nights. These are the ties that bind and the gifts that keep on giving. Yeah, I agree. The ocean has been that for me um, in my later years where it did, it wasn't when I was younger. But I, I find peace, serenity, and and lots of pleasure in seeing the ocean, watching the waves, the sand in your toes, that type of stuff. Nice. Well, for the sake of time, I won't go into what I planned for the rest of this um, episode. But we are going to do this on Wednesday. We're going to talk about ways to keep a happy relationship happy. Hmm. Yeah. This may get a little personal. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully we're in a good space when we record. If not, we're just going to air everything right here on the elevator ride. It will get very complicated (laughs) quick. Well, we hope you guys have an excellent week. Thank you as always for listening. We appreciate all the feedback we get. Please feel free to share this podcast with someone who could use a smile and a reason to be happy. You know us to take the elevator. We say look up and let's elevate. elevate. Every day.